When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's uh, Josh, Tom, Josh and Tom episode, yeah. Yeah, hello. Hello, Twitter world. Yeah, Twitter world. Yeah. If the glove don't fit, you must have quit. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, Twitter is a wonderful place. Um, uh, uh, I learned that New Yorkers aren't quite over 9-11 yet. (laughs) So, get over it man we've all experienced loss uh in this world um josh what's something you have lost dear to you that you can never get back um hmm Mm, your ability to shit healthily i guess yeah (laughs) um i've 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 likely lost my car since there's eight thousand dollars worth of damage to it so that's uh Folks, Josh is getting a new car. I'm going to make that the uh, podcast question. What car should you get? And whatever Bro, the fans say, you know. It'll happens. be a Toyota or a Honda. Don't be kidding me with that shitty old General Motors nonsense. <laughs> Bullshit Kia. Fucking. Y'all are GM. Grandma's milk truck. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Grandma's milkers. You. Um... <laughs> we, um, you're subject to that. Were you subject to that in Notre Dame? Because where I where I grew up, my grandma's uh, milkers. No, I wasn't subject to that. No, 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 no. I'm subjected to that. No, 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 no. She, I pay her lots of money. So she's, she's dead. Both. Of I know this is beforehand. <laughs> Actually, she lied to you about her death, Josh. Mm, um, yeah. I just want to keep go, feeding Tom. I just want to keep feel. I just want to keep feel, feeding an actual grateful grandson. Mm. <laughs> Well, it's actually because she's racist, but also has dementia. So she's, uh, it's, you're actually her, her Uncle Tom. Um, ah, okay, yeah. That, yeah. I gotta shave off this snowy white beard then. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, did you ever have that shit in in your high school? Everyone's like, I'm Team Ford. I'm Team Chevy. I'm Team GMC, and they yeah, all do their dumb. stupid little yeah. The thing it's is, the uh, Toyota's supreme, and we both agree on that. So, oh, 100%. We're they both... like the best fucking cars. Holy shit, they rule. We're Team Toyota until the day we die, bro. I mean, or Honda. Honda will do in a pinch. They're just as yep. reliable, you know? Yeah. There's no disrespect to a Honda. Um, I wish I wish we could get a sponsorship from, like, a car manufacturer. Like, guys, you just have to give us, like, literally, like, a dollar an episode, and we'll just talk about the new fucking <laughs> Toyota Supra for 45 minutes. Uh, <laughs> like... <laughs> Yeah, Especially no. I, BMW. Yeah, we're gonna get sponsored by Volkswagen. Volkswagen, yeah. forget about everything you heard in the 1930s and 40s. Volkswagen. 
Volkswagen, yes. Uh, never did anything wrong, ever. Buy a Volkswagen. <laughs> they just pay us in Chanel number five. Um, wasn't she the one who was like a Nazi? Was it Chanel? Who was, I think uh, so. I mean, yeah, there's some designer. Um, yeah, I, I bet there were a lot of Nazis back then that were like, man, but they make like really cool shit today. Like, fucking Schwinn bicycles were probably. Um, yes. These. Uh, I mean, Ig Farben became Bayer, and what was um, Puma? One of the footwear companies. Adidas. Um, they were Nazis. Adidas? Yeah. Yeah, Adidas, Adidas. is German. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, actually, shit. Adidas and Puma have their roots to it. But yeah, one was more Nazi than the other, if I remember. H- Henry Ford, I mean, took out, didn't he take out, like, ads and papers? Like, like he was an anti, like, vehement anti-Semite. Um, so, that's cool. Um, yeah, they were... Built uh... Ford tough. <laughs> Built for not built for Aryans. That's what it was. Built <laughs> built for non-Jews is what it was. History is like weird there. So it's like, yeah, we you can get very successful. Um, but uh, question we got to ask you: um, How do you feel about uh, how do you feel about Jewish people? And they're like, oh man. If I say I don't like them, I'm an anti-Semite. And if I, you know, but if I say I like them, I won't get promoted at this job. I don't know what I'm going to do. My career's going to go down. Well, first of all, Greg, I appreciate your question, Greg. Thank you, thank you very much for asking me that. Thank you, Mister Rosa. How do I feel about the Jews? Well, you know, I uh, so, some of my favorite players have uh, been Jewish in the history. Uh, there's, there's of course Sandy Koufax. He was a uh, he. He was one of the good ones. Um, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ was a Jesus ball. Christ. One of the he good was ones. a gamer. <laughs> one of the good ones. Jesus. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, um, yeah. We've been Josh's gonna get a new car, folks. Pretty cool. We think my car's not officially totaled yet, so yeah. Um, but it, I will take if someone wants to Venmo me some money to go towards the down payment. Um, I'll take it. Do it. Um, yeah. Um, we we'll, should put my cash app in the uh, description <laughs> for the episode. Yeah, any of our benefactors out there, Josh is having a shitty year. Uh, yeah. So let's make it up to him, folks. Let's make it up to him. But also, like, if you give me money, it'd be really embarrassing because I would feel, like, hella poor because, like, I can get a new car. I just, like, you might be able to help me, like, pay for, like, the window tint I'll put on it um, because I roll dirty in these streets. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Help a brother out. <laughs> help a brother Yo, what's up, cuz? It's me, Cool Josh. It's yeah. me, it's me, Hood Josh. I've just been out here shooting corner threes all day. It's actually LL Cool Josh. Um, LL who, Cool Josh. I who, was to there. To circle back, wasn't responsible for 9-11, but was there that was day. Was there. Um, yeah. Per my and phone. And we all know. <laughs> we all know who was responsible for September 11th, um, mm-hmm. 2001. It's not Al-Qaeda. It is not. Osama bin Laden. It is Wait, New York no. Mets. Let me guess. New York me Mets. Guess. <laughs> just, let, just let me. Was it uh, Daniel Vogelbach? No, no. He is responsible it, for the Shrek sequels. Was mm-hmm. it? Uh, w- w- was it Pedro Martinez? 
uh, Pedro uh, had a hand in uh, in trying to stop it. Okay. Um, um, it's great circle uh, give me, change. Give me, give me two more guesses. Was it? Oh man. God, was I'll it give Indy, you a hint. Was it Indy Chavez? It's very close. You're on the right team. I'll give you a hint. Um, who is the stupidest player in the Major League Baseball today? Mm. I mean, absolute dumbest, vapid, smooth brain fucking mo- motherfucker out there. Who is it? Question, Tom, and, and I'm really going to take a, a shot in the dark here. It's okay. Has this man by chance been um, taken down by a first base coach in his, you know, late 50s? Um, yes. In fact, oh. historically, he's the only guy to get body slammed by uh, a 50-plus-year-old overweight first base coach. Shit, that's Pete Alonzo. It's Pete Alonzo. Wow. Pete Alonzo. Pete Alonzo did September 11th, and um, uh, I made a joke about that. And because Mets Twitter name searches either September 11th, Pete Alonzo, or both, well, let's just say I got called a pedophile by 18 different accounts for the course of 24 hours. (laughs) Me and you had some interesting discourse about uh, the whole being called a pedophile thing, because... If yeah, you're, you know, this is a, th- this is a problem in this country where none of us even know each other's names. You know, we're all just caught up in, you know, the Pornhub or the XTube, you know, et cetera, um, that we just see a white guy with dark hair and glasses and may or may not be mildly overweight. They have to look mildly geeky and mm. that person's a pedophile. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I, 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 uh, I'm just here, folks, to say um, they got me. I am one. Um, I have connections to pizzerias all across America. Um, I supply Bill and uh, Bill and Hillary Clinton with um, with children <laughs> that I kidnap, and yeah. uh, we suck the adrenochrome out of them. And we, I'm guys. I'm like a modern day Dracula. I am. Uh, I'm like 500 years old. Um, I'm sorry, the Tom. Best... I, just, I just started thinking of the photo you sent us when you were taking a shit, but you were, like, completely <laughs> naked. And I really want to see that one again. <laughs> just because I, I was I might... just imagining that face. I have so same. many Smelfies. I have so many Smelfies. But, yeah. like, no, I, I, I am confessing, folks, that I have been uh, part of a global cabal to supply the powerful elites mm. out there. With sweet, sweet boy pussy. Cabal, and, you uh, say. And despite all the best agencies out there, the CIA, the FBI, every form of state police agency out there, they could not find out who I am. Except for the dumbest motherfuckers you know um, that root for the Mets. They were able to crack the case. And um, I just want to give a shout out. Real great police work, guys. Real, uh, real yeah. great... Yeah, real, real great surveillance, uh, good preventative crime. Um, you know, we could have used some of that probably 20-something years ago around this time of the year. But, you know, you guys are using your talents elsewhere. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, shout out to Mets fans, Josh, the most stable people out there. 
It is like a form of a a brain disease, I feel like, to... Because, like, I feel like uh, I was committed to the bit. Once I got, like, all the, you know, once big cardinal name Twitter accounts were liking it, I'm like, okay, I got carte blanche to be a bit of an asshole. Yeah. But, like, it wasn't like, let's discuss the merits of the joke. It is, I'm committing to the bit that I'm, I, someone sincerely believes that seven-year-old Peter Alonzo did 9-11. You know what it kind of reminded me of is, like, everyone, like, backing you is, like, when, like, a third-world South American country has, like, mm-hmm. a new revolutionary, and then all of a sudden everyone falls in line. Like, every <laughs> other, like, neighboring nation is like, yep, we're on their side. We got you, bro. Whatever we happens. got you, bro. Come and take it. Um, no. There were there were like some of my uh, some of my card sweater people out there that were posting like you know just talking with them because here's what started this folks we should probably preface this Pete Alonso is a fantastic baseball player he is the stupidest fucking guy in baseball no doubt about it the dude ha- the a fucking dog can be more coherent than Pete Alonso a dog can make better decisions than Pete Alonso. He is a fucking refrigerator. That's all he is. It's mm. it is part of his shtick. He is a he, he, he's said dumb shit his entire career. Like I'm a big strong guy. When he got tackled by Keith Ezra, clap the third. And Him doing to a refrigerator, before uh, he has to be transported, he has to be standing up. Um, he has yeah. to be standing up. He can only sleep standing up too, uh, yeah. and monitor just to make sure that uh, he doesn't choke. Um, he did deadlifts, folks. He did deadlifts before the home run derby that he lost. A game. <laughs> A simple entertainment. Like, I get it. He won it and got $500,000 because rookie salaries are dog shit. He should be paid so much more. But he's he's fucking dumb. He got hit in the face trying to catch a foul ball this year. He got hit in the face by a ball. Not one coming at him at 100 miles an hour, Josh. Not one that he is tracing back to the wall running at full speed. A foul fucking pop-up hit this man in the face. And how am I not supposed to make fun of him? He did that. Mason Wynn, it, it's a glorious day for Cardinals Nation. Mason Wynn gets called up. Incredible fast track. Incredible uh, talent. Awesome young man. We all love Mason Wynn. Yes, yes, queen. He gets an infield hit in his debut. Pete Alonzo takes the ball. Shakes the ball. As in, I'm going to give the ball. And then throws it 30 fucking rows up into the stands. Well, and, like, the weird thing is, is, like, okay, the apology, like, oh, like, the super, like, over-the-top apology about it. When have you ever seen, a like, a first baseman be in the middle of the infield and then throw it 30 rows up into the Bro, stands? That's not a thing out. I've ever seen in a baseball game, is them throwing it that fucking deep into the stands. I don't... Like, the, <laughs> It is so stupid. That's the thing. Like, it's hard for me to, like, buy this apology 100%. Aside from, like, yeah, it was. The, I had this ball, and they're like, 
I'm just hearing, like, I'm just picturing and be like, everyone's like something about the ball and I forgot. And then I chucked it because fuck them. Like, that's the only thing that's mildly defensible to me. Because yeah. other than that, I mean, actually, this is the most defensible position. It's that Pete Alonzo is fucking stupid. Which he is. He's a goofball. <laughs> he is a fucking herb. The entire, he is dumb. He's a goofus maloofus. How are we not supposed to make fun of that with a team that has him, Jan Six Nemo, and fucking Shrek? <sighs> so Pete Alonso did that. Cards dugout yelled at him. We all made some jokes on Twitter because what it looks like is that he was being an asshole. Which, even if you do something accidentally, you can still be an asshole. It's good that he apologized. I'm happy he got him, uh, Mason win something that I, I'm happy it was tequila. Um, I'm happy <laughs> they it, squashed it. Is, it, is <laughs> that actually what, what he was given was tequila? Or he sent him horrible? tequila. Yeah. He gave him, he gave him some tequila. And, fucking, uh, like, know, here's some Casamigos, bro. Fucking enjoy. Oh God. Like, I don't, ugh, knowing this dumb asshole. Um, he, yeah, I'll leave it at that. Uh, it's a mean joke I want to make about him, but like, it, I, I'm happy they squashed it, whatever. Uh, and, you know, Mason Wynn got the ball back. And, like, you know, like, I'm not super into, like, old-school baseball. Like, when Michaelis hit Hap, I was like, yeah, I mean, I understand why he hit a guy there, but it is kind of lame. Like, everyone freaked out because, like, how many time, how many chances should Miles Michaelis get to hit a hit a player who accidentally hurt your catcher? Like, like, chill the fuck out. So, but, I mean, a guy's first hit. Get the ball. Give him the ball. Um, don't throw it over the dugout. Don't throw it 60 feet behind the dugout. Just roll him the ball. And that's what he says. I think I'll just roll the, roll the ball next time. Or you can just throw the ball to the dugout. You're a professional baseball player. Yeah. You should be able to make a... 25 fucking foot throw that doesn't go 30 rows into the stands. And, uh, you know, also it's kind of a self-awareness thing. Like, are you not picking up on the whole, like, standing ovation thing going on for Mason Wynn? Like, one, I think those guys are briefed on all that shit before the game starts. Secondly, Mm -hmm. you, even if you didn't, you probably would have picked up something was going on. at least maybe, like, looked at the first base coach, like, uh, is this something, you know, but... In- incredible lack. He's yeah, just dumb. In- Yeah, incredible lack of spatial awareness. I'm surprised Pete Alonso's still alive and he hasn't choked on a fucking Lego. What a dummy. So mm-hmm. I made a joke about that, uh, like, if we want to go to war tonight, Cards Twitter, I have the 9-11 memes from when San- Padres Twitter bullied Pete Alonso off Twitter, which was hilarious. And then Mets fans called me a pedophile. And then I committed to saying, yeah, Pete Alonso did 9-11. And what are you guys going to... Why haven't you guys done anything about it? He's way close. Like, I mean, I'm happy he hit three home runs off of us this series. Because if he didn't, he may have gone and taken out the arch. He has a history of this. You guys need... <laughs> you guys need... I mean, he's cleaned up New York skyline. I don't want him to clean up St. Louis's skyline. You guys need Fucking to bring take him Take out Ballpark Village, please. <laughs> Oh, God. Do I actually, yeah, 
Pete Alonso, a force for good, <laughs> destroying yeah, destroying hyper capitalistic fucking billionaire villages is what he's gonna do. It's uh, you know, Alonso's a great player, and like, I mean, I guess like I buy the apology. I just, I'm still just kind of mystified how someone is that clueless all the time, his whole career, and how someone that clueless can mash a baseball 500 feet. And exactly. um, one last thing. Um, I feel like Mets fans in general are probably the most hated fan base in baseball. And I wish Nick was on for this one. Because um, I think Philly fans and their cruelty is uh, can be entertaining, you know, in their wild animal nature. Okay? Um, Philly fans are the worst. But they're not, to me, the absolute worst. Um, Met, New York fans in general, if they didn't have the Yankees, uh, I would say is the most. I would say that city would have the most pathetic excuse of like sports success. Um, they have the Knicks, which are the Knicks. Yeah, um, the Knicks are will they have, just be bad. And I love they have it. the Giants, who in the last ten years have been awful. I mean, they did win, you know. Punk Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, so that was good for them. They have the Jets. Yep. They have have the Jets, who shouldn't be a football team. They have the Rangers. They have the Yankees, who haven't been to the dance since 2009 and have made a habit out of posting bulletin board material for all their opponents and getting absolutely reamed by teams from Texas. And then they have the Mets. The Mets, who... No matter what what flares up, the Mets feel that they're perpetually cursed. That um, they're the the concept of any kind of reckless optimism, something I think is what being a fan of a, any kind of sports team is about, is completely alien to them. This is a team whose fan base lost their minds when they lost the division to Atlanta last year. Even though they won 100 games, and Atlanta just got hotter than them. This is a team that lost in five games to the Royals on a shitty throw from Lucas Duda. This is a team that spent over $300 million fucking dollars to be just barely better than the Nationals. And this fan base whines name searches and complains like no other instead of just embracing the suck and just rolling with the punches they are the most humorless flavor flavorless dribble out there they have no dick they will (laughs) never get pussy that entire fan base honestly like if it was possible to uh Eternal sunshine, spotless mind them, and just erase Mets fandom from their heads. That's what should be done. But the best we can settle for, the best we can settle for, is resurrecting Osama bin Laden and having him do something really, really about it. Anyway, so so what you're saying is every Mets fan is just going to become Jim Carrey. It's just going to be a bunch of people in Queens just being like, "Hello, how Hello. It, how's it going?" I do not sanction your buffoonery, Mr. Carey. Well, all righty then. 
Like, oh, oh god, I'd want to kill myself even more. <laughs> no, I, I am. Mean, I, 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 I love Jim Carrey, but I can't do it with an entire borough of Jim Carrey's. <laughs> I'm, I'm incredibly. You know, maybe I'm being too hard on Mets fans because if I uh, told people publicly I was a Mets fan and then posted that I was also a Giants or a Jets fan and uh, didn't immediately kill myself, I, I mean, that's toughness. I got to give them credit there. That's, mm. I mean, maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they're the toughest fan base out there. Maybe they are. But, Lord, yeah, it was very funny. There were some good ones on there. Um, yeah. um, I like the one where the guy said you had you have never seen a, an um, anatomical vagina before. <laughs> oh yeah, this guy said you. What is it? You don't get lots of vaginas, and really? uh, I, I, just I think for... he just said you've never seen a vagina before. Yeah, he said he used the term vagina, and uh, I was like, <laughs> oh boy, oh boy, you, oh man, you're throwing chum in the water, man. I'm like so. <laughs> What what is it about vaginas? I don't understand, my God. <laughs> that's yeah, that's uh yeah, as someone as you know, Mets fans as we all know in their minds they get a lot of pussy. Um that's the problem. I should be saying I I should be accruing lots of vag- uh, vaginas is what I should say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's what it's what it is. Oh god. What a yeah. shitty fan base. They're out in Flushing, Queens, Flushing, where their fucking franchise has been going down the toilet for years. What a shitty fan base. Right into the Hudson. Um, God. You want to hear a little bit more about the uh, guy that came into my office this week? I, I, yeah, I kind of teased it in our uh, Patreon Discord. By the way, yeah, yeah, if you guys yeah, join yeah. our Patreon, you get into a Discord with us. Schizos um, and Mets fans. The perfect segue right here. Yeah. Um... Well, I mean, we've already been talking about crazy people for so long. I figured we could probably, you know, bring it back to earth a little bit, and I could talk about this guy. Um, so it was like midweek. I think it was maybe like Wednesday or Thursday, and I'm like the only one in my office, um, which you got to see this week. Um, it and is. It's a, yeah. yeah, it's a nice place. Um, it's actually a cubicle, folks. But I mean, it is a cubicle, but the office itself, all of the, all the office of all of the offices. Anyways, pretty nice. Good so kitchenette. Yeah. everyone's at lunch. Um, I because I always take like a late ass lunch at like one one thirty most days. Um, and this guy comes in, and he's like, not making eye contact with me, but he's just like he leads with he's like, so uh, you heard that uh former President Trump has been hoarding um classified documents at his compound, right? And I was like. Okay, this is going to go one of two ways, I think. I was so wrong. Um, but, yeah, man, I, I've seen something about it in, in the news. <laughs> you know, like, that's... It was just like an, like, like a tire, just like, yes, I'm, a, I'm aware. Um, mm-hmm. I'm very busy, sir, yeah. But, uh, you know, I was, I was watching porn at work. You know, I think you, should, you, can, walk a, you can watch a little porn. You can watch work. a little porn at work, yeah. let's be honest. Um, right. But, uh, <laughs> he's so telling then, you this story. I'm like, I just, what the fuck? A dozen eggs. <laughs> I mean, so for the next hour, he continues to tell me that the government is planting things in his head 
and they're taking things out. And part of those classified documents entailed the brainwashing technology with radio signals and whatnot that the government is able to use to implant and take things out of his brain. So he continues to go on and on about how the government owes him all sorts of money from these inventions and whatnot um, because they have taken the information out of his brain for all these things he's invented. Um, mm-hmm. And therefore, and he also said that he comes from like a whole family of inventors. I think one, I, I think he said he had two Nobel Prize winning people in his family. I was like, huh. And he's like, oh, I've got to go outside real quick, and I, I'll, 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 I'll get some papers for you. And I was like, okay, good. Meanwhile, this is good timing because I actually had two visitors come into the office um, that I needed to like talk about. You know, things about our town and give them brochures and answer any of their questions. Like, I mean, my actual job. Um, so he leaves and I'm just like, the guy's like, I didn't know if he was a friend of yours. And then I started hearing him say all the, all the crazy stuff. This man's like from Alabama. Um, oh, the voice of reason. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I was like, okay, yeah, he came in spouting a bunch of craziness. Like, I don't know what's going on. So just, just go with it. Um, but here, let me help you while he's gone. So, so I can have a break and get you guys out of here. Um, in case he shoots up the place. And, uh, so then once I get a chance to talk to him again, he goes back into the whole, you know, this is a modern day MK ultra experiment. They're using CRISPR technology to, um, artificially like change people's genes, including his with this, electromagnetic radiation that's in his brain Mm -hmm. that they're whatever the fuck um and he's going on and on about this and he's like so being being at a chamber of commerce you um obviously have contacts with the you know fbi the uh cia the uh you know nsa (laughs) right and i'm just looking at him and i'm like no we're uh no we don't the Highest thing up the food chain we have is fucking Jason Smith's office, and he's a fucking tool who doesn't actually come to Cape Girardeau for almost anything. Um, so I'm like, no, yeah, that's we don't have any of that. Um, he's like, really? Well, I know all these local businesses in town have, or it's a part of a whole system that I actually helped develop, and I used to work for the company for. And you know, the Drury's have it, the uh. All you know, all of the Mid America um, oh, kind of fuck businesses, me, they 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 all have this equipment and system, and I'm like, yeah, no, we don't have anything like that here. We have basically a <laughs> database system for chamber memberships that people can pay stuff through. That's about that's about it. Um, and I work on a WordPress website. Those are the two systems we have. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> He's just fucking flabbergasted, and he's like, he's like, well, what do I do? Because like, you know, I've already briefed the police. I've left voicemails for the mayor, um, and oh, the police, are, the police are some of the ones who are doing this. And I'm oh, just like, God. And, and and he's like, they're actually doing this to your brain right now because you're not react. They're, they're torturing me, Josh. They're torturing me. He this knows this your is name. mental torture that they're doing to me. Um, oh God, you saw Fed Smoker. <laughs> <laughs> and and I was and, and he's like the fact that you're not reacting to what I'm saying right now tells me that they're doing this to your brain and I'm like 
Uh, no, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I just don't know what to say. This is so much above our pay grade. Stupid, out of our, yeah. Out of our realm of, and he's like, oh, well. And then he, again, he's just like, you're sure you guys don't have any connections with the federal government? Like, not at all. No connections. We, uh, we are a nonprofit membership organization that attempts to make a business community. That is essentially what any chamber of commerce is. Um, so he 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 eventually showed me some of the uh, documentation um, that he brought in with him, and it was a bunch of Wikipedia pages. It was just a bunch of Wikipedia printouts of like famous inventors um, of different of different you know demographics and backgrounds that are non-related to each other but somehow they're all related to him um, sweet jesus christ what so he doesn't he doesn't end up showing me all these but but i i can just see like the front one and i think it's like jonas salk or some shit <laughs> i was oh, like well man. that's that's not you um oh my god so yeah he uh i ended up being able to and and Actually, I need to backtrack. About 30 minutes through this, my coworker Josh comes out, and he's just, like, standing by my desk just listening to this guy with his, like, thousand-yard stare just look straight, like, at the ground, basically, in front of him while he's telling us all this. And he's just, like, out there just, like, listening. And and I'm kind of – I look at him every few seconds, and I'm like – Help me. Like, help me or, like, go get, you know, Rob. A gun. Or, yeah. you know, like, go get the chamber president, go, you know, maybe just have... Go like, get the FBI that we talked to. Yeah. Um, it would be cool if he had, like, like, like a beautiful mind thing, and I could get the coach from radio to show up, re- re- reprise Christ. that role. I can't remember chicken that shit, Chicken shit, chicken shit, yeah. <laughs> chicken shit. Ed Harris, Ed Harris. Ed, Ed Harris. Harris. Um, is his name Ed Harris, really? Yeah, man, he's got a badass name. Oh, I'm thinking. Oh, okay, I was thinking. I was like, isn't that Andy from The Office? And I'm like, no, that's that's Ed Helms. Ed Helms, yeah. um, getting old. Ed Head Helms. But uh, yeah. So this guy of after, I mean, he's here for an hour. So he eventually leaves because he's just like, well, I'm gonna go. I was like, I gave him the chamber president's card and was like, if you'd like to email him, feel free. Um, that's the tip of the top for our organization. He, maybe he can help you out. And then he's like, okay, but before I leave, I'm going to leave my my number with you. So he writes his, his name and number down on a card, um, leaves it. Connell. Yeah. This is Connell <laughs> Peterson. Fal- yeah. Is Falcon Car Wash by chance a chamber member with you all? Uh, you but, just uh, jeopardized your life, you dumb yeah. son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how's it going there, Jomo? Uh, that fucking so, baby raper on your lip. <laughs> <laughs> that was a sick kind of burn, though. Baby raper on your lip. Baby raper. Oh, yeah. wait, he carries around. Well, folks, uh, we're talking about Fed Smoker's uh, character off your mom's house. He died. Anyway, uh, he was crazy. Yeah, he did meth. And he carried around a pack. What? What was the video we watched? He was at like a city council hearing or whatever, and he had a he had a fucking bag that said "baby." Yeah. It was his wallet. What the <laughs> fuck is going on? <laughs> the thing I I love about him is that his car is like if like a fucking dirty like chain smoking <laughs> fucking 
60-year-old woman who was like a blackjack dealer in Reno, Nevada, was also in um, like Mad, like the Mad Max universe because it's like a Mad Max vehicle. But then on like the roof, he's got just like a like a flushed like card hand, just like yeah, he's stuck to the roof, and there's like skulls everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, where in a universe, the same lady where the most prized possession is not oil but fucking cigarettes. This one. It, well, Josh, that's folks. That's who Josh interacted with. That is Josh. Yeah. So God, I, I hope insane. Michael gets the help he needs, and hopefully the guy, uh, you know, mm-hmm. the mayor finally gives him a call back, and they get to the bottom of what's going on. Um, a real peach, that mayor. So yeah, um, that was my fun experience. I'm sure I'm missing some some details, but uh, yeah, man, I got outed uh, as a as a corroborator with the uh, Clinton pedophile ring you met uh, the reincarnation of fed smoker we had a we had a weird week man yeah I woke up I got te- I had that fucking leg cramp that woke me up early in the morning I thought like that is the most terrifying thing to have is just be stirred loose and being in pain mm. and I swear I was so close to screaming I would not go away for like a minute or two. Like, leg cramps, especially in the middle of the night. Like, I've gotten, like, I've gotten charley horses where I stretch, you know, where you're, like, in bed, you stretch, oh, did a little too much, now my leg's cramping. But this one, right in the middle of the night, just hit me. Just the worst feeling. You want to know how I used to get bullied when I was younger? I I, I told yeah. you earlier when we were talking it's about the right, cramp. right, right guy to tell this to. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh. Yeah, so I would have like these. I was well known in my classes for having these leg cramps, like right in my calf or right in my hamstring. Calf was always mm-hmm. the worst. Calf was like debilitating, which is what you had. Ah, uh, um, uh, my hammy, my and, hammy. Um, so I'd be in class and I'd abruptly, you know, get out of my chair and oh, oh God, uh, uh, oh, and I'd, start, God. I'd, I'd start hobbling away and, and they'd be like cramp. I'd be like cramp, cramp. They Eventually, knew. it got oh. to the point where my friends, um, oh, at least I think they're Lord. my friends, um, would like no, basically try to like push me over so that way I'd be on the ground and like wouldn't be able to get up and would just have to fucking like flop around like a fucking beast. <laughs> it's seizing. Uh, yeah, yeah. They would all try to like push me down basically. Oh, and, and, no, and then if I was gosh. cramping and I tried to get up so I could walk it off, they'd keep pushing me so I wouldn't be able to get up. It was. It was basically like I had a bunch of bams and I was filled. Oh, I was. Uh... Oh no! Yeah, yeah. This this is a therapy session. When you said that, I just pictured you as like in The Sopranos when Vito sits on the chair that breaks. <laughs> that did happen to me once in the park. It was super embarrassing. Um, oh, that's man. why I don't, and that's why I Gosh. buy like the forty dollar director's chairs at Academy. <laughs> Those shits don't break. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hey, it's not going to happen again because you're getting cut and you're hitting corner threes. I am hitting corner threes. Um, I thought not. I thought skipping the gym for a week would make me a little rusty, but over the weekend, I shit you not, Tom, I hit 12 of 14 from the corner. Nowhere else beyond the line, folks, except the left corner. Yeah. 
I, he's a menace there. Absolute menace. I don't understand what's happening to me, but I feel like I should try out for the Warriors because I'm shooting better say, than like, Clay Thompson. I don't, like, yeah, rookie of the year, but instead of breaking your arm, you get tired ridiculous. What's up? I'm Jay Thompson. I'm, I'm Jay like Clay, Tom. but I'm fat. They're <laughs> like, <Yeah>. dope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, just rookie of the year. He's like, what's his secret? He had diverticulitis. Yeah, he had diverticulitis, and he weighs red hot to three hundred pounds. Yeah, he's red hot from beyond the arc. Like anywhere? No, actually, it's just from one specific spot on the court. (laughs) So, what are we gonna do? I guess we're gonna set like four picks so we can buy him enough time to light up and shoot the corner. They're gonna make a wall. That's gonna be our offense. Is I just get three guys to stand in front of me and lock arms. Build a wall. Um, it's gonna be a very right wing offense, <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm just gonna drain threes in the corner. That's all we're gonna do. Talking that J Tom shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking your wife, Greg. <laughs> fucking your wife, Greg. Oh man, bust out the cup chair. You're gonna watch yeah. me fuck your wife tonight. I think that's the funniest part of us playing horse or whatever uh, slur we throw in instead of horse. Um, Flavor of to the week. Spell yeah. Out. yeah. Um, and just the entire time, me and you are just going back in, back into that character. And we just keep referring to each other as Greg. I'm ice cold. Or I'm, I'm, I got ice in my veins, Greg. <laughs> Why are we doing Mark DeRosa? He's, Why are we he's doing? Fucking, he is a greasy yeah. wop character. Is why yeah, but hilarious. the combination of Mark DeRosa on the basketball court just talking shit. <laughs> I'm out here balling my ass off, Greg. I'm fighting for my goddamn life. I'm fighting for my fucking life, Greg. I'm gonna All right, rest on the first the... one, Greg. Shooting two, Greg. <laughs> As we shoot our half-court free throws. <laughs> That's my favorite thing, is we're doing that, and there's people on the court. <laughs> like, and bending we're like, knees, right, power through. Rest on the first. Got first of two, first of two, all right. <laughs> and the thing is, we're not, like, I mean, we're shoot, we're doing our free throw motion from half court. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm just I'm just basically squatting. I'm bending down more, and I'm staying flat-footed. It's completely mm-hmm. just, it's just all fucking forearms and elbows. I like, um, yeah. I mean, the good thing about shooting hoops, I can finally, like, hit free throws at a non-embarrassing rate. Yeah, so, that's right. I'm like a like a sixty percent shooter at the, uh, yeah. at the free throw line. Which when I was when I played basketball in high school, I was definitely not. I was awful. Mm. Bank yeah, shot. You, can, you like bank shots. You like hook nose shots. Um, mm-hmm. You like. You say uh, hook nose? Did you say hook nose shots? No, it's, no, it's, I said hook shots. Um, oh, I thought you said hook nose. No. I, um, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, oh, you do oh like the boy. banks. Um, yeah, you do but, like uh, the banks there, Mr. Mr. Yeah. C. Oh, by the way, I did say I did say hook nose shots. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... Ruh-oh, ruh, yeah. Raggy. Ruh-oh. Um, it's Cramp. fine. Yeah, it's fine. Oh, We're friends. Oh, no. yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. We should... We should get really into pickleball. I think that's our next game that we got to master. Um, yeah, we could go ham on ping pong, but that ping pong table's so close to the track and all that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be in anyone's way. Yeah, we'd have to pay. We have we'd have to play doubles, which is fun. Um, 
But the only people I ever see doing that are like these two lesbians, and one of them I went to high school with, and she was mean. Nice. She was mean. She was mean. I eat pussy better than you, cramps. Okay. I'm sorry. (laughs) There's something else that I would also like to say about her, about something she did to a friend of mine in high school, but I won't do that because that's... Unless she runs for public office. That's digging up. Yeah, that's digging up some cool shit. Yeah, if she runs for public office and is like, I know I'm a lesbian, but fucking God hates me, and here's why you should too, and then everyone votes for her, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to out her. Yeah, you're going to spill the beans. And it won't even be me, me spilling the beans. Like, I was just, like, a person who heard this rumor in school and had it verified <laughs> by the person it happened to. Yeah. Um, this looks like a job for shit boy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm stirring that talk. shit. We um, need to talk about We need to talk baseball. We need to get We, need to get we do. Um, crumble so, coin champs. Who's your crumble coin champ? Oh, man. So, so many options, you know. I, yeah. Uh, I think my crumble coin champ is um, Daniel Vogelbach. Mm-hmm. Daniel, oh, get out he of my swamp! He a ball today down in the corner, and he barely made it to first base. And I think that's beautiful. <laughs> well, I mean, that's when uh, that's going to be me and you when um, when uh, spring softball comes around, right? Yeah, it'll have to be the spring, sadly. Yeah. But you'll you'll get all nice and primed up while. Uh, this fall with Nick. Yeah, I'm gonna get uh, gonna get in shape for it. You know, mine um, mine is Tony Larusa, who is about to die. I'm pretty confident yeah, at that dude. now. He looked he, like shit, man. I mean, oh, his man. skin is nothing but like liver spots now. Like he is just a one large liver spot. Oh man, Tony ain't doing well. So that was that was kind of rough to see. So, it's it's kind of like Woo! when Bill Clinton was on the election trail in like 2016. We were just like, oh my god, it's the fucking old pedophile guy from, you know, Family Guy. Like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Uh, what happened to him? Um, but uh, I don't know why. You know, I, he seemed like he was in good spirits in that interview. I mean, him and Jimmy the Cat Hayes were reuniting. Um, and we love the cat. It was nice. Yeah, we love um, it. We we will not tolerate any cat slander on this podcast. Absolutely. Because Jimmy Jimmy the Cat Hayes is going to come on here one time, and he's going to be very confused. Mm. Hello, hey, Jimmy. Worst it's, fans it's me, in your be- baseball. <laughs> I, it's it me. is I, the cat. <laughs> the cat Hayes. Hey, Jimmy, it's me, your buddy Brad Thompson, and whoo, boy, are my kids fucking hideous. Let me tell you. <laughs> I don't know what truck keeps hitting them every morning, but let me tell you, somebody better write that guy a ticket. Woo, boy, green seats. Which green seats are probably going to be like 20 bucks by the end of the season. So. It was, uh, oh, shit. What what was the ceremony they did today? Oh, my God, it was the red, co- red coat ceremony. Yeah, it was the oh, my God. Yes, oh. And like 10 people showed up. <laughs> it was a very empty Bush Stadium. Yep. Uh, today. You want to so. know something that, uh, you know who looks really good, though? Chris Carpenter is a handsome, oh, yeah. handsome fellow. I'm like, man, he is striking. Um, I, I mean, mm-hmm. he's a guy that I uh, I wish could just, like, still do it, you know? I would, I would oh, love, I like, a 47-year-old yeah. carp. Like, 
He was just... such an asshole and a gamer, man. Oh, I loved him. Oh, I loved him too. He was like, just you know, because like as a kid, he was the first guy that I was like, this isn't, this is what an ace is in a rotation. Like, this is the yep. guy. Um, and, one and that's young, almost one, yeah, two more. And that's after you know, like me getting to experience a guy like Matt Morris, who is like, that's an amazing number two. Like Matty Mo, mm-hmm. fantastic. Woody Williams, that's a fucking great number three. Like that's or even a number two because at the time he was probably the second best pitcher in the rotation. That was after mm-hmm. like what D Kyle died. Um, yeah, um, around there. But mm-hmm. fucking him and Mark Mulder, if they could have just had like a. I mean, if they all could have been healthy at the same time, because there would have been a season where it would have overlapped, where it would have been Carp, Mulder, and Wayno all in the same rotation. And if they just could have been healthy, man, that would have been oof. I mean, that's our – when we talk about being awful in 2007, I mean, Carp blew out his elbow the first game of the season. Yeah. And uh, in know. 08, he didn't come back fully, like, back, back. No, yeah, he didn't pitch for two years, essentially. I mean, he, uh, so he missed all of 07, he got surgery, and he missed pretty much all of 08 and pitched like five games, and then he comes back in 09 and finishes runner-up in the Cy Young, which, unfortunately, if he didn't perform as well, Wayno might have won it, but, I mean, that uh, that was that clusterfuck that came down to Tim Lincecum, Carp, and, uh, and Wayno. And uh, Carpenter split. Wayno got more first place votes. Timmy T was or Timmy L was on more ballots. So Carp did probably a little too well and split the vote for his teammate there. But oh well. Yeah. I miss Carp. I agree. Carp was so cool, man. So. You know who's gonna be the new Chris Carpenter? Uh, Rom, bro. Oh yeah, he makes his debut. Um, Next, Chris Carpenter. I know Canadian we're kind of team. moving fast. Actually, no, he, <laughs> he, he, he he was from Baltimore. Never mind. Yeah. Um, Super MAGA. I know, I'm not sure if you saw his fucking Twitter. <laughs> I did not know that. Oh, um, man, he is. Well, that's sad. Let's just say, yeah, well, let's just say he's going to fit in well with the best fans in baseball. So, <laughs> we get rid of Jack Flaherty, and this is, anyway. Yeah. Um, Rom got, um... He's been all right through the minors, so he had like an ERA north of five with Baltimore, but he appeared, his first two starts uh, with the cards, 18 strikeouts through 11 innings, so he punches out a lot of guys. Uh, if you want like his full scouting profile, just go ask or follow Kyle Reese, because uh, he's not overpowering. Kareem. Hit up Kareem, dude. Um, Blake Newberry as well. They're great. Uh, Ron isn't, uh, he's not particularly overpowering. It's just he has a lot of shapes. He has a couple angles. It's hard to pick up his ball. I kind of saw his pitching motion kind of like how people, like how uh, Cooper Jerby like baffles hitters. So, uh, man, I hope he does well. I hope he does well. I want to, I want him to start, you know, get his service time, get his money, right? So he makes debut. Uh, Libs got pushed back a day with some soreness. So, um, Dylan Carlson may be uh, missing the rest of the year. We're getting surgery on his ankle. Is yeah. that right? I think <sighs> here. Let me just look it up. Let me look it up. This podcast would be the best podcast. We spent ten minutes, but we're too busy playing Age of Empires and getting pussy. 
uh, Dylan Smiley Carlson, yeah, considering season-ending ankle surgery, which, if I'm being honest, sure, because there's nothing to play for, really. Like, yeah. this team, I don't think it's going to move them in the offseason. And, dude, just get healthy. Just get healthy. Please just get healthy. You I know? mean, at this rate, he's just, like, a really good fourth outfielder. Like, if that's what he is, I mean... <sighs> But at the same yeah. time, that's assuming we actually go out and get two other guys and trade some of our immense depth at that position just for some bona fide starters who, you know, don't, like, rip their peck because they tried to bench 700 pounds before the game. Um, He's going to be – um, what the fuck? He uh, turned uh, – he's going to be, what, 25 after, after this season. So he'll be going into yeah he'll yeah yeah next season's going to going to be his age twenty five season, so you know I think his ceiling is that of a pretty above average outfielder which I think is a great pickup, um, and you know I I just want Dylan to be healthy get a full season not get fucked around with. Um, yeah. And maybe not in terms seasons. of, like, longevity and health, but, like, I feel like his ceiling on, like, a day-to-day basis could just be, like, a Nick Markakis type. Just, like, a, um, I mean, that's, like, best-case scenario, I think, for him. Yeah, um, I guess, like, like, I think in terms of, like, obviously wins above replacement output, but, like, he won't be a 200-hit guy like Markakis. But, yeah, like, um, oh, shit, I don't. Terrence Long, that's who I was thinking of, but strikes out more. He he Key was, um, yeah yeah he was an outfielder with the Athletics in the late '90s and early 2000s. A guy who would, uh, you know, hit, hit you know Carlson could still hit this, but he would hit anywhere from you know 240 to 280 depending on how what season he was having. Maybe a 15 18 home run guy, you know, score 80 plus runs, and he was right. just a dependable good outfielder, right? Just a you know. Not not super powerful for his time because guys were still juicing and putting up uh, mega numbers. But like I kind of look at it as that, like a like a decent piece to uh, like an important important function of the machine. Maybe not like the transmission itself, maybe not the starter, but you know he's like I don't know uh, the fucking I don't know maybe the maybe one of the gaskets, maybe a piston on that. Yeah, maybe yeah. a belt. Who knows? So, uh, like, let, let me just get this straight. Of of the people, you know, the OG three on this podcast. Do you mean Nick? I'm mm-hmm. not sure what uh, Ryan from Connecticut's uh, take is on Dilly and what his comp would be, but you believe he's like a, you know, his ceiling might be like a Terrence Long type. I think it could be a Nick Markakis type. And yeah. Nick, um, what did Nick say? Oh, actually, actually, he just he just walked in. Um, Yo, it's a me, a Nick. Uh, he's got he's gonna be the next fucking Mickey Mantle. Fucking mock my words. Did he say that? Yeah, yeah. He was oh saying Dil- Dylan Carlson would be Mickey Mantle. Um, I mean, oh I was God. dumb enough last year, and I was saying he'd be Carlos Beltran because um, he. Still gives me Carlos Beltran vibes just because of his. Swing. I was dumb enough uh, to say we were. Uh, it was Tyler O'Neill's world. And we all were living in it, so yeah. it happened. We've seen a lot of shit. Um, We've seen a lot of shit. We're not good. Uh, we're not smart fans. You don't like if you listen to this podcast. You should be listening it because it gets your hate meter filled, not because or your 
listening to this podcast because uh, we encourage people to share this podcast with people they hate. So, um, yeah. you know, we just have dumb guy analysis. We're just, it's like being in college or right after college, just hanging out. Hey, hanging speak out for yourself. Sometimes, sometimes I hit it out of the park. Some, like Donnie Bats, baby, Donnie Bats. Which is brings me to my next guy. The next Brendan Donovan in this organization is Nick Dunn. Despite yep. all, the, to Kyle uh, Reese's uh, check, why would chagrin. you do that to Kyle? Um, dude, Nick Dunn is going to be the next Brendan Donovan, and I say that because he's a utility middle infielder, and similar to Donnie, the guy has fucking hit at every goddamn level. He you don't has think, played. Uh, what is it? Oh, how did we learn to pronounce his name? Uh, Sujazy. It's got a J. So yeah. you don't think Sujazy is going to be the next Donnie Bats? Um, I think Sujazy's so got Dunn's? a higher ceiling than a Donnie Bats. I, I think Nick yeah, Dunn he's much fits younger. Pro- yeah, he's much younger than Dunn. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, I think Sujazy so might. Sujazy. Like, he gives me like if uh, cause cause he's he's an infielder, right? He plays infield. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, he gives me like a vibe of if like Steven Piscotty played infield beyond like first base when that was an experiment like, yeah 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 he just like that kind of like like his build and like his baseball like you is pointing me in that direction but yeah nick uh, dunn is how, the next brendan donovan yeah how is um, nicky boy doing he's hitting 347 in AAA, 33 for 95 he's got two tanks yeah he's just a contact 12 strikeouts and 109 plate appearance very impressive i don't know why oh let me bring this back and then we'll get back to baseball um, cause we were, we were doing Italian voice and, uh, one more thing for the Mets fans out there. Okay. Uh, Pete Alonzo doing 9-11 while very true. Uh, the joke isn't a 9-11 joke, folks. The joke is that Pete Alonzo did it. So if you're thinking this would be upsetting to people, I'm just telling you the joke isn't at the expense of, of those who survived or were victims of 9-11. Yeah. But, also, it's not even an original joke, so like, don't blame. No, me. yeah, this is, I, this literally, is a common yeah. Twitter joke about people. Yeah, I literally ripped it from. It's it's the only good thing Padres Twitter has put out in the world, aside from those dads who killed their team. Um, well, were the, but I do were, want people to know. Were those Padres fans that were like doing that dumbass song? I thought they were. Philly that's fans. what's in. Yeah, those dads, the pod, the dadres, I guess. Oh, um, I thought they were Phillies fans. I don't know. In my memory. Oh no, Phillies yeah, they... fans latched onto it because they were playing the Padres. But okay, I had that bad. I want everyone to know. I want everyone to know there are good quality 9/11 jokes out there. And I told Josh one. I'll tell you one. I'll tell it here. Um, here's a good example that you can make fun of anything. You know, um, obviously, you know, your mileage may vary. Not all jokes are work. I mean, that's the that's the risk you take. But. Uh, what, I, what was the one I told you today? Is like, man, New Yorkers are so confusing. Josh, you know that? They they say the same two things. You know what they are? Never forget and forget about it! <laughs> it made me laugh yesterday. It makes me laugh now. Uh, I think the only other one uh, that was like the knock-knock joke, but the f- never forget and forget about it is genuinely a great joke. <laughs> well, I, uh, well it kind of makes me think of like I, I was working on a bit myself and it's like why oh, why d- josh why was down me- in the lab i was down in the lab <laughs> fucking busting away on these beats and okay like you know how like why is there not been a you know a lot of movies where 
um, things happen like the same day as like this natural catastrophe, like December 6th, 1942. I think that's Pearl Harbor's date. Like 41, you know, 41, but yeah, yeah, yeah. 41. Got, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's, it, it's, it's never like just like a, you know, wo- a woman who like cuts Hawaiian or like, uh, like, like, like just a Hawaiian woman doing her like day to day, uh, job. And like, by the way, Pearl Harbor is happening in the background. But it's just following her and what she's up to. Or like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, November 22nd, 1963 in Dallas, Texas. Like, why isn't it about the guy who's just working, like, you know, in the parking garage next to the, you know, book depository? Like, why does it – like, why can't we have these movies where these major events happen in the background with, uh, you know, or just – the normal guy who works at like the Seven Eleven down the road from the Twin Towers, like why? Jesus. Why can't and he it gets be? in an argument? He gets in an argument with a guy, and they just look out and they see it happen, and then they go straight back to the argument. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you don't see that every day. Anyway, you gotta pay. It's not. It's two for dollar. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you just yeah. never. Uh, you know how shocking that would be in the middle of a movie, and you're just sitting there very in your seat, you're munching on popcorn, and then you're just all of a sudden it just cuts to something. You're like, "Holy shit, was that fucking nine eleven? Was that nine eleven going on in the background? Oh Josh, my god!" Josh, stop interrupting the movie. I want to know if it's two for a dollar or not. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, a good Jesus. Bit. That's... Yeah. Um. <laughs> Back to baseball. Uh, it it's neat seeing Drew Rom come up, and I I want to I I'm curious if this is like a white flag on some of our current pitching prospects, um, because I'm not big on some of them. I don't think McGreevy. I'm not really big on McGreevy. Um, he has like he's given up. Uh, like a uh, hundred and sixty base runners and uh, just a hundred innings. Um, Graceffo's kind of beat up and his ERA's on on the up and up. Connor Thomas, um, he's got a ERA north of five. He's given up through sixty eight innings, ninety six hits with only fifty one strikeouts. And even our boy Tink Hens, man, he's getting his ass kicked down in Double A the last five he's starts. Being a, he's being a tinker. He's being. He, no, he's what's being happening is that he's a stinker, a stinker tinker. Uh, no, what's happening is the Cardinals are tinkering with him, and they're, they're making they're making him bad. Mm. It was kind of. Uh, it is kind of. I mean, you know, this shit happens, right? Uh, but I mean, yeah. Tink's got hence a, the poor play. Okay. <laughs> are you done? Are you done? Mm. A little, a little stinker tinker. No, but <laughs> he's got an ERA north of six and a half down in double A. And, like, yeah, you know, bad luck hits, home runs happen. But the thing that leaps out is 31 and two-thirds innings and only 31 Ks. And, you know, and we had, you know, Jerpy came out and had arthroscopic, like, elbow surgery. So, um, I, I mean, I don't think the discourse is out there is, like, where are these guys at? But, and obviously, in, I'm not lumping Hens as why it wasn't Hens called up. But, like, I, you know, the trades we made uh, over the deadline were 
are good. Um, and I think it uh, um, kind of signals how things how, well things were not good before the deadline with this with our pitching depth. And uh, I think with calling up Rom, especially with Libertor's struggles, whether he you know he has moments of brilliance and he has moments where he doesn't have his fastball and he doesn't have his command is that um, we may not see a lot of the guys who've been in this org for a bit, or better yet, um, we they may it may not translate to success for them. So uh, this is something I want to tackle on because I'm like, oh, well, he's made two starts. Like, why aren't we seeing any of these guys? Oh, it's because they're kind of a sieve right now. So I had asked Kyle this. Uh, in DMs, because I was like, I have like these reservations about it, and you know, he basically surmised he's like, yeah, I mean, it's going to kind of depend what they do in the off season, what they do on their own. He's like, because you know, it's around this time when you know the organization leak of you know get to two strikes and get throw and throw pipe shots comes down. Oh, and yeah. So, by the way, uh, I'm so, I'm sorry to interrupt, but yeah, um, did you see that the, our uh, Excellent baseball scholar and reporter Bob Nightingale posted oh, our no. uh, top three targets, supposedly, this offseason. What? And they are Aaron Nola, Blake Snell, and Urias from the Dodgers. Those are the three. Um, Urias. It's Urias. Urias, whatever. Um, yeah. I fucking got you! Okay. I got you, motherfucker! Yeah. This is Tom's Revenge Tour! Yeah, yeah. No, but, yeah. Fucking go... <laughs> Go call your boy uh, John Mazeliak and uh, Scott w- Bakula to fucking... I'm Scott Bakula, but I hope you don't have a, 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 a Urias infection. Oh, fuck it. Anyway, There's plenty of so we're... guys who say their last name like Urias when it's like that. I thought it was Urias for the longest time, but some guys it's Urias and some it's Urias. But well, I think the Urias Some say Urias, like the they say it with like a y like Oh, like it's fucking Slavic. Urias. Yeah. It's it is I Julio Urias from not from Saint not, not Petersburg. Yeah. No, it's Blien, not fucking. Blien. It's, it's not a fucking accent within you know your teeth are covered in borscht. It's like Opa. Uh, it's like your like your but your Urias. Urias, yeah. Your why so Urias is what it is. So. Yeah. Okay. All right. So he's thinking we're going after this guy. Yeah, where those those three guys are our targets this off season. Are the Dodgers? You, I figure. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I just, I mean, really, like, oh, so you mean like the top three free agent starting pitchers? Yeah, the yeah. Cardinals are all going to be interested in going after all three of those guys. Well, um, I mean, it's probably listening for like guys like going after one. Like we're probably checking with all three of them. But you know, I get it. I get it. I mean, I mean, uh, John Mazalek said we need to get three starting pitchers this offseason. We need so to get I'm three. Like, Is that one, so, two, and three? Okay. Yeah. Um, we need to get three starting pitchers, Josh, so that next season we have nine starting pitchers instead of six. <laughs> I see what he's doing. I see what he's doing. Strength in numbers, yes. I see. I did, yes. Um... Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I would say sure, Bob. I mean, it should be on. It should be on the list, right? Like, but I mean, we're probably gonna what pick up fucking Michael Lorenzen or something. <laughs> like, I mean, through a no hitter, I guess. So, but 
I'm still kind of torn on if I want Snell or uh, Nola more. I still don't know which one. Um, I mean, Nola has, I think, a better track record of being healthy. I just think Snell is a, you know, much better pitcher um, at this point. But I just don't. I'm not happy about any of like this. I I've heard the 2025 free agent class is going to be more stacked for pitching. Yeah, um, and quite honestly, man, like I don't like any of them. Yeah, I don't think we're going to be that good next season either. Yeah. Um, I would rather have Aaron Nola, I think, of the three. But like, yeah, I, I would still don't. Pay, not go all in on this free agent class. These three guys, nah. Get get one of them. Um, if you mm-hmm. do anything. Yeah. Uh, definitely get one of them. I feel like if they don't pick up one of these higher-end guys or... Uh... Oh, Christ. I can't say this one. It's uh, the Korean pitcher from Blue Jays. Is it Hyjin Ryu? You know oh, the guy yeah. I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pudgy face. Very adorable. Are you he's going to be hitting the market. Yeah, he's going to be hitting the market as well. Um, probably there's like... That, uh... There's also that pitcher from, I think, uh, the Japanese League who's going to be probably coming over. Um, you know what I'm talking about? It's like some stud pitcher from overseas. Sasaki, I guess? or That's the only one uh, I can think of on top of my head. Here, let me look at it. I really MLB don't know. I'm not going to guess agent. a name because it's going to sound uber racist if I just pull a... <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> like it'd be, it ador- be. it'd be adorable racism, though. Yeah. It's fine. You're talking about Shohei Otani? Is that what you meant? No. You're talking about Shohei? How'd you forget yeah, Shohei no. Otani? <laughs> no, stop. No, uh, no. The other ones, here are the other ones. Uh, Giolito's a free agent after this year. Sonny Gray. Stroh has an opt-out. That won't work well with Maga Michaelis, as well as uh, St. Louis's Jewish population. Um, Lynn has an option. Obviously, Flaherty, Monty. Oh, Christ, we'll probably pick up Kyle Hendricks. Rich Hill. Yeah, that's who we're going to get. Severino, Granky, like Cueto. season. <laughs> Oh, um, Marquez with the fucking um, Rockies. He has a club option. That might be a decent one. But, like, everything else is, like, yeah, I'm looking at, like, back end of the rotation guys. And, like, sure, for, like, depth, but, but, like, I don't know, man. I think it'd be amazing if we get Otani. But let's be honest. Um, But, like, we get Nola... Nola Snell or Urias, that'd be great. And then any kind of back end rotation guy, I would take that too. I think they're probably gonna pick up I think they're gonna pick up one starter at least tra- through trades, unless we just get our minds blown by Libertor. Or for Christ's sakes, Hudson. God, I forgot he got the win against a fuck me. Hmm. <sighs> Yeah, I I think realistically we're probably picking up two and probably giving Libs and Hud another shot. Yeah. Your thoughts? Dakota well, Hudson is back, baby. I mean, Dakota, we're going to have Adam Dakota. Wainer as long as he keeps trying to go for 200. So. Oh, man, he's got to get it. Please, God, give it to him. Just um, fucking. He'll pitch next year. <laughs> so please, God, get it this year. Get him off the team. Let's get it. Let him, yeah. let him, let him go out with 200 like he just. Also, we Man. should probably, we should clarify our stance on Wainwright. We love the guy, worship him as a Cardinals legend, but yeah. this is elder abuse. I think that's the easiest way. To it is, it. yeah. And um, I think, and you know, we've said a million times, if this was a playoff race, he shouldn't be 
on the rotation, yeah. obviously. Uh, but with the season completely tits up, I don't like if Wayno says he's good, throw him the fuck out there. Who gives a shit? I don't care. I want him to get the. Th- I want him to get it. If it if that's what he's chasing for, if that's why he's sticking around to get his ass kicked right now. I want him to get it. If I that, mean, that, I guess I will. I I mean, this is where me and you might differ a little bit on this. Is like two hundred wins is like nice, but it's not like a crazy impressive benchmark you know not in the grand scheme of baseball but in terms of cardinal history he would be i think he's here moving to number two all time or the third because it's jesse haynes and bob gibson were ahead of him and wayno i think would be uh, well this is why we got google let me take a look how many jesse haynes won he well was i mean a... it's also gonna be different too because like i mean he's a rare guy who actually stays a whole career with one team so like he did yeah, yeah jesse haynes won 210 as a cardinal so wayno will be the third pitcher to win 200 games as a cardinal and that'd be that's great 200 is a nice round number and the way i think like staffs are and how hard guys throw and how that leads to more serious pressing arm issues you know, 200 is going to kind of become maybe not the next 300 because, uh, I mean, can you see any pitcher today active reaching 300 wins? I mean, the closest out there is probably, what, Granky and Scherzer, Verlander Kers- maybe. I wonder what Kershaw's up to. Kershaw's in the twos. Yeah, I'm looking at Scherzer here. Scherzer's got 213. Kershaw has 208. Verlander probably has the most. Verlander has 252. And then everyone's favorite autistic king, Granky, he has 224. I mean, 200's going to become, I guess, the next 250, I guess, how we would treat those wins. Yeah. But, I mean, it's, it is an impressive milestone that is becoming more rare to achieve. Yeah, but, I mean, it's you know, certainly, again, like... It definitely shows longevity in a career. I think that's yeah, what that shows really measures. Longevity. It doesn't necessarily yeah. show skill because a win is a dumb stat to begin Precisely, with. yeah. Um, like what it's shown because it's assessed differently. And like we don't look for pitchers that are winners. We look for pitchers that get strikeouts or limit home runs, uh, that mitigate walks, that have weak contact, you know. And that's what's important when gauging, you know, when when assessing a, a especially a starting pitcher and putting him on your staff so huzzah Ooh. huzzah ladies and gentlemen um yeah. oh this is funny wanna, about granky though before we, yeah uh, one one little granky stat before we do the patrons uh granky is 45 strikeouts away from 3,000. i hope he gets it he's playing for the royals you know what his record is this year the poor fuck i want to guess like four and twelve you got the losses right. He has one win. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, you need. To, we got to get Bob. What Bob Euchre from um, uh, Major Leagues? Like that's all he's got was one goddamn win. <laughs> <laughs> and he's on the 15 day IL. I don't think. I don't think Z Z Money here is going to hit 3,000 Ks. But yeah, a lot of a lot of guys chasing legacy here. But anyway, um, patrons. Uh, yeah. Cran, Jeff, Nick, Alex, Tyler, Bravo, James, Richie. I'm getting this. Yeah. There's no. Yeah, I hope you guys are doing well. The 
I, I think I've got the whole crew in the Discord, and the Discord's pretty popping if you want to be a part of the Discord. Um, I know this is odd coming from the Ironic Scumbag podcast, but, you know, uh, don't be going in and being uh, and being Captain Slurbo and po- posting most unhidden shit. Just don't be an asshole, and you can be a part of it. Just, uh, I don't know, let one of us know. Um, yeah. Seems cool. I added Nick, cool. and uh, Nick hasn't horrified anyone yet, so. Yeah. Um, but, like, I think if we want to make, like, a like a sub, like a higher tier Patreon, we could have a Discord where it is just pure slurs and, Jesus. Um, <laughs> like, bad stuff. It's, it's the nasty. Naughty stuff. <laughs> yeah, we're going to take you to the back of the store. We're the naughtiest fans in baseball. We're gonna t- yeah the naughty yeah I'll post my sexy calendar photos my my all my smelfies that uh, will get me on a watch list according to Mets Mets Twitter so. all of my messages will just be linked to my Safari browser and it's just like yeah sorry I looked up BBW uh you know you know missionary too, too many times uh, it'll just be all of my searches okay. yeah no. It, Folks, this new page, uh, Patreon tier, the naughty tier, it's just going to be pictures of Josh and I's feet. Okay? Yeah. That's what it is. You're going to get those sweet feet pics is what you're going to pay for. It's called Only Worst <laughs> Fans. It's uh, Only it's... Worst Fans, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Who are we fucking tonight? I think it's pretty obvious. <laughs> um, hmm. Hmm. Well, just like... Uh... Pete Alonzo said all those years ago, you know, he, he said he said a big fuck you to freedom. Fuck freedom. Yeah. Um, but he also, also said, friends. I totally did that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I totally did that shit. So Steven Seagal was like, yeah, I've, I've, been, I've been a fucking terrorist for like 47 years. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we can just go with fuck the Mets. You guys should be Yankees fans.